the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Uh, The Columbus Zoo and Aquarium has named a new president and CEO. Congratulations to a gentleman named Tom Schmid. Uh, He will be the head honcho in charge of the zoo, the Wild Safari Golf Club, and Zumbezi Bay. He comes from the Texas State Aquarium in Corpus Christi. Looks like a pleasant man. Good luck to him. What a great gig that is. Now, the... Right to succeed Steve Stivers as the U.S. Congressional Representative from the 15th District is also a good gig. It was sought by 10 Republicans. Mike Carey won the primary. Uh, Allison Russo, I think, had one challenger in the Democratic side, and she is the Democratic nominee. So they will face off on November the 2nd to grab a seat in Congress. Russo to, uh, I'm sure, support whatever Nancy Pelosi wants done. Mike Carey to vote against it. So I found interesting today a story headlined in the dispatch, 15th Congressional District Race Pits. (laughs) By the way, this is your warning that we are now about to embark upon another edition of Journalism 101 with Professor Hooley. Yes, I'm a journalism graduate of uh, Ohio State University. I went there before it was the Ohio State University. And spent the first 25 years of my professional career uh, trying not to ever let become obvious my political position via a story that appeared under my byline. That's how we used to do it back when journalism was journalism. Now it's advocacy, and I understand it's being done all the time. I just don't know if you understand it's being done all the time because you didn't work in the business. But I see it, and I feel the need to point it out to you so that you become a more discerning reader of this kind of leftist, mind-bending, agenda-driven journalism. The reporter, (coughs) the writer, (coughs) is Haley B. Miller. The Columbus Dispatch. That's B-E-M-I-L-L-E-R, not B period M-I-L-L-E-R. Uh, here's the headline, and I, I don't know if Haley writes the headlines because we used to never write our own headlines. Now they've cut copy editors in journalism, and a lot of times the writers do write their own headlines. I don't know if this is her headline or not, but the headline tells you what's coming. Listen to the incendiary stacked language in this headline. 15th Congressional District pits... Trump-backed coal lobbyist against state representative. (laughs) Oh, 
Mike Harry is a Trump-backed coal lobbyist. Everybody hates coal and the environmental damage it does. Lobbyists, they're on the take. Oh, and he's Trump-backed. Allison Russo, on the other hand, is a state representative. Wonderful. Uh, so we go into the story. And it starts out. Mike Carey walked door to door through a quiet neighborhood on a recent Saturday. Armed! He's armed, see? Get it? <coughs> wink, wink. Second Amendment freak. Armed with campaign flyers and a sidekick from the Republican National Committee. Not a colleague. Not a co-worker. A sidekick. Across town, where the sun is shining bright, State Representative Allison Russo mingled with supporters at a block party as loud music played and the smell of hot dogs wafted through the air. Well, isn't that a wonderful picture of America where Democrats hang out, we're eating hot dogs and the smell is wafting and where Republicans hang out, they are armed with sidekicks. Paragraph three. It was another day. In the race for Ohio's 15th Congressional District, which will come to a head on November 2nd. Yes. Paragraph 4. Still, Republicans see the 15th District as a way to set the stage for a comeback in 2022. And then we get down to um, the profile of Mike Carey. Carey, who spent years working as a coal lobbyist, defeated 10 Republican opponents in August primary with 37% of the vote. He secured Trump's endorsement earlier this year and has made that a hallmark of his campaign, even referencing it on the back of T-shirts. How horrible that he would advertise the support of a United States president. Allison Russo, an Upper Arlington Democrat, touts experience in the public health sector. And as a state lawmaker representing Ohio's 24th House District. Republicans paint her as someone who would fall in line with Democratic leadership. But she disputes that. See, she gets to dispute that. Mike Carey, when he was labeled a coal lobbyist and a guy wearing Trump t-shirts. Did he get to dispute that? Hmm. I don't see that he got to dispute that, according to Haley B. Miller. See, she affords Allison Russo the privilege of responding to her critics. Funny, she doesn't give Mike Carey that same privilege. Probably an oversight, (coughs) but likely not. She says she is an independent thinker who serves her constituents first. Uh, The two could not be more different on policy. Just look at the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. Carey believes it's a boondoggle that would hurt Ohioans already contending with a spike in inflation. Those are three incendiary words. Boondoggle, hurt Ohioans, and spike. Russo says it's premature to say whether she'd support it, but believes both sides need to compromise on a final plan. Now, see, if Mike Carey had said, I don't really know if I'd support that or not, Mike Carey wouldn't be labeled by Haley B. Miller as in a position where it's premature to say what he'd support. Instead, Haley B. Miller would say that Mike Carey was being intentionally vague, or he was waffling, or he refused to take a position. 
Instead, with Allison Russo, it's just, well, it's just kind of premature to say. Uh, Here's a quote from Allison Russo. We clearly know there are things that we have to invest in because they are not sustainable in the long term. And they, in fact, cost us more money in the long term. Things like investing in more affordable child care, for example, she said. Now, the next paragraph, if I'm writing this, would be like, okay, uh, Representative Russo, how about you explain to us that it would cost us more money in the long term not to invest in child care for people who make $200,000 a year each, which is in the bill. How about you explain that to us, Allison? But Haley B. Miller is suffering from a glaring lack of curiosity on how Allison Russo can make a stupid statement like that and does not even ask her to defend it. State party leaders on both sides of the aisle used editorial pages to tout their chosen candidate and tear down their opponent. Kerry, borrowing from the GOP playbook. <laughs> See, Mike Kerry's not capable of an original thought. He has to borrow from the GOP playbook. He's not innovative. He's not analytical. He's a copier, a plagiarist, borrowing from the GOP playbook. He has sought to tie Russo to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and told supporters in Pickerington that she bought airtime because people haven't heard of the two-term state representative. I never heard of her. By the way, Allison, you're welcome to come on the show. I'll be more than happy to uh, give you the opportunity to prove me wrong and tell the voters why you should be the representative from the 15th District. Mike Carey's not been on the show. I'll give Mike Carey the same opportunity. Uh, Russo's campaign, meanwhile, Haley B. Miller writes, ran two television ads that accused Kerry of lying about his ties to the House Bill 6 scandal. Ah, ah, here we're going to get to Mike Kerry's sordid participation in the uh, whole scandal that brought down Larry Householder. Kerry worked for Murray Energy, which gave $100,000 to the dark money group that helped support candidates backed by former House Speaker Larry Householder. Murray was dubbed Company B in the criminal complaint that accused Householder of orchestrating a $61 million bribery scheme to win control of the Ohio House, pass House Bill 6, and defend that law against a ballot initiative to block it. Boy, Mike Carey must be up to this thing all the way up to his elbows. I mean, he works for Murray Energy. They're Company B. It's a scheme they orchestrated. I mean, like, How is Mike Carey walking the earth a free man? Oh, here's here's the explanation for how Mike Carey is walking the earth a free man. I quote from Haley B. Miller's story. Neither Carey nor Murray Energy has been charged with a crime. (laughs) Oh, small detail buried, I don't know, 15 inches down in the story. Ohio Republicans unsuccessfully lobbied multiple Columbus TV stations to take down the first ad. Yeah, why Why would they uh, have to take it down? Democrats uh, lie. They never stop lying. Her campaign ad is lying. And Haley B. Miller is using her platform at the Columbus Dispatch to carry the water for Allison Russo's campaign. It's extremely clear from that story. I don't know Mike Carey from Adam. He could walk in here and I'd recognize him from his picture. 
I'm not a Mike Carey supporter. He may be a great choice for the 15th district. He may be a poor choice for the 15th district. I don't know. But I know slanted, agenda-driven journalism when I read it. And this is an embarrassment, an embarrassment to journalism. Haley B. Miller, the Columbus Dispatch, Alan Miller, and uh, Daryl Rowland, and everybody down there who has their fingerprints on their political coverage should be embarrassed. But, of course, they're not because this is a very transparent attempt to accomplish their leftist agenda. There are reports circulating online, at least there were early this morning, not so much at this hour, that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars were examining the contract of Urban Meyer to find out if they could fire him for cause for his um, behavior in a Columbus Steakhouse on Saturday night. Uh, It now appears that those reports were incorrect, as Jaguars owner Shad Khan has come out and said that uh, Urban has to regain the trust of everyone in the organization. They say nothing about firing him. So uh, that's the latest on the Urban Meyer situation. It's Aaron, do you think this would be a national news story if it were, I'm not going to say any other NFL coach, because if it were Bill Belichick, it would be a story. There are NFL coaches who are hot-button stories. But if it was like, I don't know, pick a coach, Vic Fangio of the Denver Broncos. Vic Fangio's in a bar, and a woman is dancing, rubbing up against Vic Fangio. Is that like a national story? No, I don't think so. I don't think it is either. And I don't even know if this is. Like, it could have, in, in my eyes, it could have just been a, a quick thing. It could even have been a bet between girlfriends. Like, hey, there's Urban Meyer. Go over and dance on him. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like we caught him in the act of adultery or something. Yeah. It was it was just kind of like a an odd thing. So I don't know how I feel about it. And I just, I, so I was really surprised when you said that, that they were looking into him, but, um, or even just putting out a statement about it. It's I, I'm the more I, I said yesterday I was surprised he answered three questions about it. I'm surprised he even referred to it. Yeah. And he and he clearly looked bothered by it. I think he's bothered by losing. I think the whole thing is stacking up on him and uh wearing him down. And we all know very well that he's had um well publicized issues with coping with losing and driving himself crazy by trying to win. Uh, I, I certainly not my position that what he did in the bar is okay. It's not a video I would want to be in. I would feel horrible uh, for the the image that that would project to my wife, to my daughters, to my friends, uh, to my uh, brothers uh, who uh, you know accountability brothers from my church. Uh, and I'm sure he regrets it. I'm sure he deeply regrets it. Um, but I mean, lose your job over it? Um, that's that's. That seems a little harsh. There are a lot of people rooting for him to fail. As I said, there are rooting, people rooting for him to fail. And it goes back to the oldest temptation, which is push yourself up by pushing other people down. He's a successful guy. He's done a lot of great things. Uh, two things, as I say, always can be true at once. He did the wrong thing, but it's not a fireable offense. Now, today on Capitol Hill, there will be considerable headlines and angst and 
other assorted reactions to the testimony of Facebook whistleblower Frances Haugen. She was on 60 Minutes on Sunday. She's the one who says, oh, Facebook's algorithm encourages people to engage with conduct that makes them angry. And I said yesterday, this was like a Captain Obvious story. Like, yes, of course, they encourage people to engage with conduct that makes them angry because conduct that makes them angry is prone to drawing you in, sucking you in to an argument. And the longer you're on an Internet site, the greater that site's chances to monetize your participation on the site and everybody else's participation on the site. So, you know, I don't know that anybody goes up to anybody and says, hey, hey, did you see that adorable picture of puppies on Facebook? No, I didn't. Well, I got to go see that. And then you go spend hours looking at the picture of the adorable puppies. No, but if you say, hey, ooh, ooh, just that video of Urban Meyer in a bar. Ooh, okay. No, I haven't seen it. Going to go look. And then you share it. And it just appeals to our base instincts. Anger and disagreement, incitement appeals to our base instincts. And so this is why I say January 6th, whatever it was, disturbance. I think a disturbance is a fair word. Insurrection is way overstated. Um, January 6th was a gleeful moment for Pelosi Schumer. If AOC was cowering in the uh, office, afraid she was going to be raped and murdered, what, a mile away from where things were happening, (laughs) not even in the same building, while she was under the desk cowering, she was also rubbed. Rubbing her hands together gleefully. We got them now. We got video. We got video. We can make untold advances against conservative causes. That's why they can't stop talking about January 6th, because they don't want to stop talking about January 6th, because January 6th is the freshest video they have to, in their minds, authenticate a mindset that they say is present across the entire United States, which it's not. Violence, extremism, that's not present across the entire United States. It's, a, it's present in pockets. It's not the dominant theme. The dominant theme is, hey, I love my country. You hate my country. You're trying to ruin my country. You're trying to ruin my kids, thus ruining the future of the country. I'm not going to stand for that. Sure, that uh, to them, that's violent extremism. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night about this DOJ initiative that, oh, we're going we're gonna to target these parents who are saying these hateful things at school board meetings. And she said, you know, we need to be careful with our tone. And I said, yeah, of course we do need to be careful with our tone. But in some respects, tone doesn't matter. Tone doesn't matter because they'll tell you if, did you see the video of the guy at Sonic? He goes up to the woman, well, <laughs> excuse me, hateful. He goes up to the guy dressed like a woman, and he says, ma'am or sir, what shall I call you, ma'am or sir? So, what do I look like to you? Well, you look like a man. Oh, so I look like a man, huh? Yeah, you look like a dude. Your Adam's apple gives you away. I know you're wearing a wig and makeup, and you're all tatted up, and I know you want me to think you're a woman, but you look like a dude. You have an Adam's apple. You're a dude. And so now she's trying to get this guy fired. And she's tweeting at Sonic and all this kind of stuff because they're hateful. What did he do? He asked, essentially, what are your preferred pronouns? So in that vein, 
If you go to a school board meeting and you speak out against CRT, you speak out against confusing kids on their gender, you won't have to be yelling it. You won't have to be screaming it. You won't have to be pounding the table. Just the mere statement of it is evidence of hate in their mind. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.